Ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and literally around the world, I was getting excited today. Oh my goodness. Had a little clip of me in there before the pre-roll. For all of you early watchers, thank you so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with this brother right here. I do truly appreciate all of you on Facebook. They're being nice to me, man. Please, you got to help me out. You got to share this message. Click the share right now on Facebook. On Twitter, thank you all so much. Please retweet to my faithful followers and fans on YouTube. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for... uh, copying the URL and sending it to friends. And if you are one of my subscribers to my podcast, you are not missing a thing. You're getting all of my daily news plus my in-depth one-on-one interviews with amazing individuals that I know you absolutely love hearing. If you're not already subscribed to my podcast, please, after the show, search for the David J. Harris Jr. Podcast. You have to have that J in there. All right, let's get into it. Oh my goodness, so much amazing news. This is, is this the month that it all completely just breaks free? It definitely feels like it is. The president did not mince any words today when he was asked directly about, you know, the hashtag, if you're not on Twitter, the hashtag that's trending with over 2.6 million tags, Obamagate. Yes, uh, this is waking up so many Americans. The mainstream media is doing their darndest to try to spin this entire thing. They are literally trying to make sure that nobody is hearing the truth about what is really going on. But I'm going to bring you the truth. That's exactly why I'm here. Let's hear from the president from just today when he was asked specifically. And I've got a video I'm going to premiere an hour after this. At 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, you're going to want to be on my site, on my page, the Facebook page. You're going to want to share the mess out of this. This video is going to be comprised of this we're about to see, but it's also going to lay the groundwork and the floor for why every single American that's been leaning towards not trusting the mainstream media, that's been leaning leaning more towards disdain for our president, it exposes the mainstream media exactly like what this president, uh, our president, our amazing president is trying to do right here. So you're not going to want to miss that, but here's our president today speaking about the fake news and Obamagate. Your Mother's Day tweets, you appear to accuse President Obama of the biggest political crime in American history by Ugh. far. Those were your words. What crime exactly are you accusing President Obama of committing and do you believe the Justice Department should prosecute him? Uh, Obamagate. It's been going on for a long time. It's been going on from before I even got elected and it's a disgrace that it happened and if you look at what's gone on and if you look at now all of this information that's being released, And from what I understand, that's only the beginning. Uh, Some terrible things happened, and it should never be allowed to happen in our country again. And you'll be seeing what's going on over the next, over the coming weeks. But I, and I wish you'd write honestly about it, but unfortunately, you choose not to do so. Yeah, John, please. What is the crime exactly that you're Uh, accusing him of? You know what the crime is. The crime is very obvious to everybody. All you have to do is read the newspapers, except yours. Uh, Well, it looks like I may have absolutely I don't know if it's because I said Obamagate or what it is. I'm going to continue to record this for all of you that are watching or listening to my podcast. Again, that's one beautiful way you can make sure you stay connected with all my news is by listening to this podcast because I'm sure that my Facebook feed and everything else just completely went out. So I'm not sure what's going on, but I'm going to keep on rolling with the rest of this show. So uh, one thing that we do know for sure, friends, is that Uh, John Durham is investigating all of this. 
He is investigating this, and his investigation is moving full speed ahead. We've got this. I posted this earlier. Hopefully, you had a chance to see it on my website, davidharrisjr.com. Durham moving full throttle on Russia probe review. Top federal prosecutors are involved. Sources say that John Durham is moving full speed ahead in his investigation of dirty cops uh, involved in Spygate, otherwise known as Obamagate. He has two other U.S. attorneys working for him in order to cover the vast amount of evidence he has encountered against the deep state. U.S. Attorney for the District of Columbia, Timothy Shee, and Jeff Jensen, the U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of Missouri, are the two U.S. Attorneys aiding Durham, whose investigation is expected to wind down before the end of this summer. I cannot wait. This is going to be an absolutely explosive next couple of months. Jensen is also the U.S. Attorney who made the initial decision to drop all the charges against General Michael Flynn, who, like Trump, was targeted by the deep state for destruction. He found gross misconduct on the part of prosecutors, including Brady violations. Once the investigation is complete and the perpetrators are indicted, it will set off the Democrats who desperately want the scandal to go away before all of their crimes are laid out in front of the voting public. And believe you me... I know that we absolutely all want nothing more than to see the perpetrators brought to justice. So let's get on to uh, this. This is what the president had to say on China. These mainstream media, these, these reporter hacks, they're not even actual journalists. They're reading a script. They're given questions because they have access to the White House, to these press briefings. They're in there with an agenda. They're in there with an agenda to try to make the president look bad any way they can, just like this question that was asked of the president of our beautiful United States on why he continues to share the amazing numbers that we are having here in our country compared to other countries. You don't think other countries are paying attention? You don't think they want to know exactly what our country's doing? And yet the mainstream media continues to try to blast us for our response. I love the, I love the way the president handled this hack of a reporter. You said many times that the U.S. is doing far better than any other country when it comes to testing. Yes. Why does that matter? Why is this a global competition to you if everyday Americans are still losing their lives and we're still seeing more cases every day? Well, they're losing their lives everywhere in the world. And maybe that's a question you should ask China. Don't ask me. Ask China that question, okay? When you ask them that question, you may get a very unusual answer. Yes, behind you, please. Sir, why are you saying that to me specifically? I'm telling you, I'm not saying it specifically to anybody. I'm saying it to anybody that would ask a nasty question That's like that. That's not a nasty Please question. Please go ahead. Why does it matter? <laughs> the president just says it exactly like it is. It's a nasty question. It's a leading question. It's You're leading with a question that how is the president supposed to answer that by trying to feel good about the numbers that we're getting compared to the rest of the country. It's just trying to make the president look bad. And I don't know about you, but I, for one, as an American citizen, am very glad that our numbers are as low as they are. And that's all because of the president's decisive action to close off our ports of entry from China. All of the drastic, huge numbers of individuals that come from China on a regular basis, he specifically took action back in January when Joe Biden, the Democrat hopeful for president of these United States, actually called him Xenophobic. Here's a video 
with, I was going to play this later, but I'm going to show you now because it's really clear. We've got somebody in the White House right now at the helm of this presidency that's doing an amazing job. We cannot forget the last three years and how amazing our country was doing. Our economy, jobs were coming back. Manufacturing jobs were coming back. There was so much explosive growth. There's no way and no reason why we should ever forget that. And on the other hand, for the Democrats, they've got Joe Biden, this guy. During the coronavirus pandemic, Joe Biden criticized President Trump's China travel ban. Hysterical xenophobia. He was dead wrong. For 40 years, Biden's been wrong on China, supporting trade deals that destroy American jobs, giving China most favored nation status, letting China walk all over us. The beautiful history we wrote together. But Biden has never been more wrong than now. Joe Biden in the White House would be a deadly mistake. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message. Well, friends, I don't know about you, but that is not the person that I would like to have at the helm of our country in the Oval Office with his son, probably prancing around with him everywhere he goes, probably still leaning on uh, advice from the man that should be under investigation. And by all accounts, I believe is under investigation, Barack Hussein Obama. No, no, no. We don't want nothing that has to do with no Joe. No Joe, no Biden, no Barack, no none of them. None of the, nothing that the Democrats have to offer is anything that we as American people should want and we definitely do not need. Well, Chuck Todd, uh, he, was, he was being blatantly deceiving, deceitful in his way that he tried to use a clip. In the way he did use a clip uh, with Attorney General Bill Barr, he intentionally cut out part of the answer that Bill Barr shared to just try to make Attorney General Barr, the acting of Attorney General of the United States, look bad. Ladies and gentlemen, it's absolutely a disgrace. President Trump calls for Chuck Todd to be fired after Meet the Press airs deceptive video of A.G. Barr. President Trump has called for the firing of PMSDNC's uh, Chuck Todd after Todd aired a heavily edited clip of A.G. Barr in order to bash him. It cut off Barr's answer to make it appear that he refused to answer. Trump CC'd his tweet to uh, the FCC. Sleepy eyes Chuck Todd should be fired by Comcast, Donald Trump tweeted, for this fraud. He knew exactly what he was doing. Public airwaves. If you did not see the complete clip... Uh, Todd deceptively used fake news editing tape to bash Barr over the dismissal of charges against American hero General Michael Flynn. Flynn was set up by the Obama administration and nearly bankrupted in a coup attempt against President Trump. Todd used the fake tape to accuse Barr of admitting that dropping of the charges was purely political. Barr was asked how history would see the dismissal of the charges Barr said that the winners always decide how things are viewed and then added, which was not added by Chuck Todd, a fair history would say that it was a good decision because it upheld the rule of law. It helped. It upheld the standards of the Department of Justice and it undid what was an injustice. It's absolutely disturbing and disgusting that mainstream media pundits Total Democrat hacks like Chuck Todd, and he's just one of, a, of many of them, most of them actually, have an agenda to try to do what they can to make this president and anybody associated with really justice, sure, A.G. Barr and Trump may be friends, but they're both on the side of justice and of truth. Yet the mainstream media does not care about that. All they want to do 
is attack this president and anybody that supports truth, which right now, that's supporting Donald J. Trump. Chuck Todd should absolutely be fired. Well, we've got, uh, we've got General Flynn's attorney that is accusing Barack Obama of being involved in the frame-up of General Flynn. Friends, it doesn't get much clearer cut than this. General Flynn's lawyer, Sidney Powell, is accusing former President Barack Obama of being closely involved in the framing of General Flynn. Both he and Joe Biden sat in on meetings where the operation was discussed. Powell said top government officials orchestrated the plot to frame her client. She certainly has enough evidence on her side, and that evidence has grown by leaps and bounds over the last month. This was just one more in a long string of Obama-Biden scandals. I talk about that in my book. If you haven't got it, get Why I Couldn't Stay Silent on my website, davidharrisjr.com. It's uh, an amazing read that exposes a lot of what we're seeing now. And then 18 additional scandals that the mainstream media just decided to sweep underneath the rug. They didn't want Americans to see it. They didn't want you to know about it, so they didn't talk about it. If anything, they did what we just exposed Chuck Todd did, and they would play edited clips to paint a negative light against this president. So Powell told Fox News these agents specifically schemed and planned with each other on how to not tip him off. That was even uh, that he was even the person being investigated. They intentionally deceived General Flynn that he wasn't even the one being investigated just so they could try to get questions out of him and then say, oh, we got you. You didn't tell us, uh, you told us a little bit different narrative. Now you're telling us this. Powell says, so they kept him relaxed and unguarded deliberately as part of their effort to set him up and frame him. The whole thing was orchestrated and set up within the FBI, former Director of National Intelligence James Clapper, former CIA Director John Brennan, and in the Oval Office meeting, that, the, that day with President Obama. Friends, this has got to go down. This is, and it will go down, and history will record this going down as the absolute worst, worst treasonous act, biggest scandal in American history. Watergate does not even compare. It's not even on the same spectrum of a coup orchestrated by a leaving president and his operatives in the DOJ, in the FBI, that we're trying to take out the next duly elected president of the United States. It is absolutely despicable. Well, this kid nails it. I wanted to play this clip because this young man looks like he's no more than 14, 15, maybe 16 years old, and he absolutely nails exactly what all of us are seeing. This is true, then this will change a lot of people's perception on Obama and Joe Biden, who's part of his administration and is running for president in 2020. Also, if, if, if it is true, this will be one of the biggest scandals in the history of scandals in this country. Absolutely one of the biggest scandals in the history of scandals. And that's just a young man there that obviously probably doesn't have parents that have him glued watching the mainstream media's nonstop Kool-Aid of lies, which is pretty much all they have to offer. Well, all of this is starting to unravel even more so as now we have the president of Mexico that is demanding answers to Fast and Furious. Yes, that's another Obama scandal. Mexican President Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador is demanding an investigation into the fast and furious boondoggle perpetrated by Barack Obama and Eric Holder that led to at least 200 uh, the deaths 
of 200 Mexicans. Obama and Holder did not even bother to track of the weapons, to keep track of the weapons, or even notify the Mexicans that they were sending thousands of weapons into Mexico to the drug cartels. Obrador wants answers so that no Democratic president ever pulls a stunt like that again. One of the fast and furious weapons was used to kill an American Border Patrol agent, Brian Terry. To the very end, Obama refused to allow Congress to have access to information on the illicit gun-running scheme. Mexico is looking for information and an apology for the program that violated Mexico's sovereignty. They are sending a letter to Washington demanding answers. Fast and Furious is another one of Obama's scandals that Joe Biden says never happened. The Mexican president says he wants to know exactly what happened so that in the future, this will never happen again. Obrador points out that the Obama administration never did apologize for all of the deaths attributed to weapons they allowed the cartel to buy. Just one more example. And don't we, we can't forget that Obama said, oh, he's a scandal-free president. Literally, with weeks left to go in his presidency, he made the statement. He said, almost by quote, we're pretty much one of the only or uh, one of the very few administrations to get ready to leave the White House that never had a scandal. Well, you can take that and stick it right where the sun don't shine, Obama. I'm pretty sure he's shaking in his boots right now. He knows that, I believe, handcuffs are coming. And I've got, a, I've got an amazing meme. I've showed it on my social media that shows. There's no audio, so you can't hear anything. But it shows Obama getting led away in cuffs. Somebody put that together. There's a lot of Americans that want to see that because they want to see justice, especially when it comes to the highest offense an American can make, treason. And yes, Obama is definitely complicit in that treasonous act. Well, now we've got, uh, let's get over to the coronavirus. We're, so many Americans are still on mandatory lockdown. I've seen videos emerge from California, emerge from Huntington Beach, Laguna Beach. I've seen videos in New York City where cops are literally rounding people up, harassing them, even arresting a woman because she wasn't practicing social distancing. Well, the trusted Dr. Fauci is wrong again. The virus case cases of virus drops to new lows after Georgia opens the state. There was a whole lot of humming and hawing about whether Georgia was going to see an absolute explosion occur because Georgia decided, the governor decided to open the state back up. Well, that didn't happen. You can't win. Uh, you can't win them all now. Dr. Fauci would settle with winning just once. During the entire pandemic, he has not only been wrong, but he has been drastically wrong. He also predicted that the cases of the virus would skyrocket after they ended the lockdown and opened the economy back up. Wrong again. The number of cases dropped. The number of hospitalizations dropped. The number of people on ventilators dropped. And the number of deaths has also dropped. It must be great to have a government job so secure you never even have to be right to save your job. Just keep a straight face as you throw out clownish numbers and you too can work for the government as an expert. They say that if you lock 50 monkeys in a room, one of them will type Shakespeare within 30 years. Don't you wish government experts could do the same? <laughs> Reagan once said one of the three biggest lies is, hello, I'm from the government and I'm here to help you. I think a lot of Americans are waking up to the fact that the president unfortunately has had some individuals around him. It's really been like that since day one. He's had individuals around him 
that are not standing up, I believe, for justice, for the rule of law, but they've got a political bent, and it's it, it all is points in the direction of getting rid of President Donald Trump from uh, from the office, which is absolutely just ridiculous. Now, there's been a lot of other outrage the mainstream media has been trying to give about General Flynn being exonerated, but we cannot forget that Obama actually did pardon a general, but unlike Flynn, he actually did lie. Barack Obama is outraged that his setup of General Flynn crashed and burned. He's having a real hissy fit over it. The former president instructed his boot-looking psychopaths and the fake news media on how to cover up the Flynn case being dropped. There is no precedent that anybody can find for somebody who's been charged with perjury to just get off scot-free. Obama said that. Well, Obama, we found one, and it includes you. Funny how that always seems to happen. On January 17th, 2017, the New York Times ran a story with the headline, Obama pardons James Cartwright, general who lied to FBI in leak case. The story said, quote, President Obama on Tuesday pardoned James E. Cartwright, a retired Marine Corps general and former vice chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, who pleaded guilty to lying to the FBI about his discussions with reporters about Iran's nuclear program, saving him from a possible prison sentence. General Cartwright, who was a key member of Mr. Obama's national security team in his first term and earned a reputation as the president's favorite general, pleaded guilty late last year to misleading investigators uh, investigators looking into the leaking of classified information about cyber attacks against Iran. He was due to be sentenced this month. His defense team had asked for a year of probation and 600 hours of community service but prosecutors had asked the judge overseeing his case to send him to prison for two years. Now the retired general will be spared such punishment. In a nutshell, Cartwright pleaded guilty to lying to the FBI about disclosing classified information on the Struxnet computer virus that took down Iranian servers in their nuclear program. To journalists from the New York Times and Newsweek, General Cartwright, a vice chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, was due to be sentenced on felony charges. Prosecutors were seeking a two-year prison term when Obama jumped in and pardoned him. So where's all this nonsense that Barack's saying that, oh, there's never been a precedence for, for something like this with General Flynn? You did it yourself, Obama. You did it when it came to somebody that was on your team. Probably somebody that could have even had a hand in this coup against the president. You didn't want him to have to answer any more questions. You didn't want him facing jail time. And you... You pardoned him. So stop with your nonsense about not setting any precedent. It's it's just like every narcissist. They do whatever they want. They say whatever they want. But when somebody else says something they don't like, they don't care what the person's done, even if it's right, even if they've already done it themselves, they point that person out and say, there's never a precedence for that. That's not right. Why is that happening? You did it your dang self, Obama. Absolutely disgusting. Well, when it comes to the unemployment numbers in our country, so many millions of Americans are absolutely just hurting. There's no other way to say it. I know friends and family that have gotten one stimulus check that are wondering when the next one's going to come. And friends, it's not even enough to pay their bills. They're having to be really specific with how they spend that money and hope that they get something happening soon, even with unemployment. Some 1099 contracted individuals are having a harder time getting any type of stimulus whatsoever. Well, to top it off, the Democrats just seem to want to make it all worse. 
Here are five ways that the Democrats are absolutely making unemployment worse. There are few, there are very few definites in life. One is death, another is taxes, and then the third one, Democrats destroy jobs. In one manner or another, they all do in their quest for power. The current lockdown in several states is a perfect example. Some states do not plan to reopen until June, and some claim that they will never go back to normal. Not only can businesses not survive long shutdowns that require them to keep paying expenses even though they are forbidden to work, but their employees are also left in the lurch. Look at the numbers, uh, the number of jobs Obamacare either wiped out or led to drastically reduced hours. If a company had 51 employees, they would fire two or more so that they were not subject to the Obamacare mandate. The same holds true with companies that reduced hours for their employees so that they were not subject to the Obamacare mandate either. Number one, Democrats delay. They have delayed every single virus relief bill. In March, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi stopped a bipartisan CARES Act from going forward, then introduced her own version of the legislation with pork for the left-wing interests and purely partisan provisions like voting by mail. In April, Pelosi delayed the extension of the Payment Protection Program by 16 days. The media let her get away with it both times. Using state department unemployment systems rather than direct payments is the second way Democrats have delayed and stalled on unemployment relief benefits. When the... When the administration proposed sending money directly to Americans, Democrats insisted on using the state unemployment systems. The CARES Act ultimately included both kinds of payments, but as Trump later observed, some states struggled to handle the unemployment caseload, resulting in delays in payments whom had uh, many who had already lost their jobs. The third way the Democrats have done this is making unemployment lo- more lucrative than work. Democrats tacked on $600 per week. Now, I actually spoke to my daughter. She shared that some of her colleagues uh, in certain positions, managers, are making way more now than they were when they were actually working because of this additional $600 per week. The additional $600 per week in unemployment benefits under this CARES Act, a few Republicans protested that would make uh, that it would make layoffs more attractive and hiring more difficult for employer employers. They were attacked in the media, but that they were right. Workers on unemployment benefits are reluctant to give them up. The Wall Street Journal reported last week. The fourth way the Democrats the Democrats uh, are making unemployment worse is they're shaming public companies who apply for the Paycheck Protection uh, Relief Funds. Nearly 40% of the money under the second tranche of the PPP has been unclaimed because Democrats in the media protested against public companies being able to apply. Joe Biden built on that criticism Friday, accusing Trump of helping big corporations, but those companies employ a lot of people, or at least they used to, under pressure Treasury changed the rules. The fifth way is proposing more relief until the crisis ends. Democrats are now proposing that higher unemployment benefits continue until the unemployment rate falls to a certain level or giving families monthly checks of $2,000 or more until the pandemic is over. Who the heck's going to pay for all that money? We can't just print it. It doesn't come out of thin air. The Democrats don't care, friends. They would love to bankrupt this country 
if it meant holding a weight around the president's neck and blaming him for all of it. That's what they've done every single time. In addition to expanding the national debt, doing so will maintain unemployment at a higher level and will will discourage the entrepreneurship that actually creates jobs. Well, if you have not already heard my podcast with Mike Smith, I'm going to jump over to that really quick. Mike Smith is the director, producer of Out of Shadows. We had an amazing in-depth conversation. He's only done three or four interviews, he said. He was getting bombarded by requests to do interviews, but he really said he felt like he was supposed to just lay low and rest and just watch and see what the video did. Outofshadows.org is where you can go watch that documentary and he put he paid for this out of his own pocket. So if you can, please support Mike Smith in recouping some of what he spent. It's an amazing documentary put together very well. And then pray for him because he does want to work on a second one, but he's got to recoup the cost of the first one. Here's a little teaser from that podcast. If you haven't listened to it already, make sure you go listen to it after this one or the next time you open up my podcast. Here's Mike Smith. Producer from Out of Shadows. What kind of backlash have you received, maybe from Hollywood specifically, or actors, or or other stuntmen, or um, anybody in that industry that you can it's share? Funny. I mean, <laughs> it's funny that you brought that up. Um, well, I I was with one of the biggest agencies in Hollywood until the film got released, and then I noticed that I looked at my IMDb page, and I was no longer a client. So I wow. guess they didn't like the film. Uh, so I lost. <laughs> I lost my agent, which is, I kind of expected that. I didn't, you know, like, look, I, I'll i be honest. I don't want to work in that industry anymore mm. if that's the way it is. And, I'm, and, let, and let me be clear. Not everybody, like I said in the documentary, not everybody's guilt. Like, not everybody's bad. There's a lot of really great people. And I've gotten a lot of you surprised how many thousands of text messages I get from people I've known over my career and they're like, wow, really great job, man. Thank you. I never thought about those things this way. It was an amazing one-on-one in-depth interview with the producer, director of the documentary Out of Shadows. It is up. The full-blown interview is up in my podcast. I'm checking my Facebook status here and it looks as though I fell off and came back on. So if you missed the last 20 or so minutes while I've been sitting here going off, uh, you missed a lot. You can, however, if you want to hear it in complete in, in its completeness, you can listen to the whole thing and my podcast. It'll be up in a couple hours. This entire segment will be up on my podcast, the David J. Harris Jr. podcast, on your favorite podcast player. I'm going to keep on going. It is so interesting. I think it's right about the time I said Obamagate. We'll see if it happens again. Obamagate. Did I go anywhere? I don't know. They definitely, uh, something happened the first time. Let's jump over to this. This is uh, China. Actually, now uh, it's coming out that China asked the World Health Organization to help cover up the virus. Are you kidding me? This is coming from German intelligence. It'll be interesting to see how the Democrats respond to this since they have appointed themselves guardians of China. Of course, they knew China was the organization, uh, the origination of the virus, and they covered it up by the tens of thousands of deaths uh, that are not as important as creating a political advantage, which is what they were all trying to do. They could care less about the mayhem. The German newspaper Der Spiegel has revealed that German intelligence has determined that Chinese President Xi Jinping met with the WHO director, General Tedros Adhanom 
uh, on January 21st. In that meeting, Xi asked Tedros to cover up the facts that the disease could be spread from one person to another and delay the declaration of a global pandemic. The news comes out as more and more people insist that China should pay compensation for withholding key information about the disease. In the uh, Der Spiegel Spiegel reported, the BND's verdict is harsh. At least four, if not six, weeks have been lost in Beijing's information policy in the fight against the virus. Democrats downplayed the threat uh, that the virus posed to this country, yet they claim that Trump is the one who didn't take it seriously. More importantly, Nancy Pelosi is very critical of President Trump, who is at the White House working every day as she lounges around stuffing her face with gourmet ice cream and lounging on her back deck. It's absolutely disgusting and disturbing what we're seeing. But one thing's for certain, the truth is coming out, friends. We've all got to be excited about that. We've all got to be thankful for the exposing that's going on. In one hour, I'm going to drop a video that is for you to spread, hopefully to help wake up as many of your liberal or independent friends as possible to the truth. It's, it's about the president and Michael Flynn. It's about the mainstream media. It's a video that hopefully will start to pull some of your family and friends over that have been on the Never Trump Trump bashing bandwagon for their whole the last few years let's remember nobody hated the president before uh nobody hated the president before he ran for president as a republican no it was just all due to the mainstream media's efforts on his uh on his behalf so you're going to want to see that video thank you so much for tuning in hopefully we get through this smoothly tomorrow but again if you want to hear the full-blown episode you can find it on the david j harris jr podcast on your favorite podcast platform god bless you guys have a great rest of your evening we'll talk to you all tomorrow bye-bye